Welcome to the Access Effect podcast, where you'll hear the most compelling, provocative, and real conversations with industry leaders and innovators in tech, sports, and entertainment with our host and CEO of well-known PR firm, Access Entertainment, Sarah Miller. This is Sarah Miller, CEO of Access Entertainment and your host for the Access Effect. And I'm super excited with my guest today, Nellis Kalia Robinson. She's the CEO, co-founder of Parallel, which is Nellis, correct me, it's health, science, and biotech all combined into one, correct? It is. Well, first of all, Sarah, thanks so much for having me. Yeah, so Parallel is a precision health company, but we're starting in the skin. So we look at ourselves as sort of pioneers of microbiome dermatology. And you're right, we live in sort of this intersection of beauty, skincare, and biotech. And are you now you're the co-founder. How long has this company been GA? Been around? Yeah, been around for yeah. products so, are generally available today. But like how long how long have you been around for? And then because you are combining science with beauty and skincare. And I know anti-aging, it's all about the science of your skin. Like, tell me a little bit about how you got to this point and why Parallel was um, a company you wanted to um, get into and why you launched it. Because you have to have a science background, which I know you said you and your co-founder do, but I love that you have the science. You're not just a cosmetic company, like some of these companies out of LA for eyeshadow, lipstick, skincare, that's just good for your skin. You are truly putting the science behind the cellular structure of people's skin, correct? Yes, absolutely. So to answer your question, we've been around for over two years. We started the company at or in the beginning of 2021. And so we've really been in R&D and development on the skin microbiome, building out our databases and our biobanks. And I can kind of explain what that actually means, but maybe I can back up a little bit and maybe give you some context because you asked why we started this company to begin with and maybe share a little bit about where I'm maybe personally coming from as well. So I grew up in California. I started my undergraduate kind of career at Stanford. So I was a physics major going in. I graduated in three years, but I switched majors. And I actually cut my entrepreneurial teeth in the music and media industries because I was a songwriter and really enjoyed that that path and journey, but really took a step back and said, you know, what do I really want to do? How do I want to make an impact in the world? And I focused in on on health and wellness because that meant a lot to me. I grew up in a family where autoimmune disease is really prevalent. And I said, you know, there must be better answers. A lot of the the medications that are out there are really harsh on your body. And so, you know, are there other ways that we can kind of look at the problem? And so I went back to Stanford and got my MBA. And since then, I've worked in, in health in some capacity, whether that's mental health or pet health and now human health. And I met my now co-founder, Dr. Nathan Brown, who's a microbiologist, PhD by background. He was previously funded by the Gates Foundation and the Wellcome Trust in the UK. He was building phage therapeutics for bacterial-based illnesses. So the one-liner on phages, because not many people know about what they are, they are microbes that infect bacteria, right? So you can think about, there's trillions upon trillions of bacteria in the world, right? And for every bacterial strain, there is a phage that can kill that bacteria. So phages work can work like antibiotics, except they're natural and they're precise. 
So whereas antibiotics, when you take it, it kind of kills broadly. It kills bad bacteria. So that's why it works, but it also kills good bacteria. Yeah. So you can leverage phage to only kill the bad bacteria. So that's what people and scientists did in the early 1900s when they were discovered. But then when we in the Western world found penicillin and antibiotics, we said, okay, this is cheap. It kills everything. It works. So we abandoned phage therapy. But as, as we are gaining more resistance to antibiotics, there has been a resurgence of research into phage. So that's the sort of um, kind of short story on, on phage. So Nathan is a world expert in phage therapy. And he actually created the first ever phage serum for C. acnes bacteria. Okay, so C. acnes is, as it as you can imagine, uh, is correlated with acne. So he created a serum for acne for targeting C. acnes bacteria. And remember, these phages are really precise. So they're going to kill that bad bacteria and leave everything else alone. So when we brought it to market, what we found is that people who, some people reacted really well. They were able to get off of antibiotics, off of Accutane, and stop using benzoyl peroxide, all of these things that can essentially ruin your microbiome. And then there was another group of people where when we gave it to them and they used it, it didn't hurt them, but nothing happened. And we said, why is there such a huge difference between these groups of people? So we said, okay, let's test these people. Let's understand their skin microbiome and see what's happening. So in the cohort of people where the serum worked, we found that they were prone to C. acnes bacteria, which totally made sense because our serum targeted C. acnes bacteria. But in the other group of people where it didn't work, we found that these people weren't prone to C. acnes. They were prone to other types of bacteria like S. aurea, Pseudomonas. Sometimes it was mold or fungi. So what we learned is it makes sense if you're going to give someone a really precise solution, you better make sure you understand what they what their microbiome looks like so you can give them the right solution. And so we really came to that insight and said, we need to build a company that really pairs together a consumer diagnostic along with precise skincare solutions. And so that's really the, the genesis of, of Parallel. I love that you guys have your parallelogram of all the stories and like education on your website. But you also talk about the different kinds of skin microbiomes and there's, there's like eight different types of them. And I know that's all science, but that's all based on the, um, the bacteria, your skin type, the cellular structure. That's how you get to these microbiome types. And because I know you said everybody has a microbiome type that you're targeting. That's right. And like, yeah, I don't think a majority of the population even knows that word and and put microbiome to, you know, the skincare. And so do you guys create different, there's only eight different types of microbiomes in the world, right? Well, that's what we know so far. And that's really based on our database. So we have the largest skin microbiome uh, data set using whole genome sequencing. It's a type of technology. So using that type of technology, we have the largest set. And based on that diverse data set, we were able to categorize by patterns, by bacteria, by viruses, by fungi, and looking at all of the patterns, we can, we can see where you fall into in terms of category. 
So right now yeah, we've so established one, eight so you're different. One, you're one of the eight or you're within a combination. What if, okay, so all right, this is a good two-part question. Like what if yeah. you find somebody who doesn't have the eight microbiomes? It's something new because you guys have a methodology to where you send kits out. I'm not mm-hmm. speaking to people. Kind That's of right. Everybody does their own DNA swabs and stuff for a lot of different stuff, which during COVID, they send the swabs into labs. Yeah. Talk to me about the methodology and the lab part of this. Because if you're just, if I'm a consumer, yeah. I have to sign yeah. up where you send me a kit, walk me through that. And then what happens if in your labs, I don't fall into yeah. any area. <laughs> yeah. So I'll, I'll bring you from the beginning to end. Yeah. So essentially when you, you sign up for our, we're, we're still technically in pre-launch mode, but it's available to people. You can access it by signing up on our website. But essentially, you order the kit. So a kit gets mailed to your home. I can show you actually. So this kit gets mailed to your home. It has four different swabs. You're going to swab different areas of your face with the different swabs. So And and by the way, we found that your microbiome on your forehead, for example, is going to be different than your microbiome around your jawline. Right. So we ask for different swabs and then you're going to send those swabs back to our lab. At that point, we prep the sample in a proprietary way and then we sequence it using whole genome sequencing. We get the raw data, right? And a lot of that is like, you know, DNA sequences. And then we do the bioinformatics in house and then we look for different patterns based on those patterns. We categorize you into those eight types. Now, I think you asked the question of, what if you don't perfectly fall into one or maybe you're in between? That might be the case, but more broadly, you're going to fit in, likely you're going to fit into one of the eight for now. And the reason why we're confident about that is because our initial data set that we started with is incredibly diverse. We have people from the ages of 18 and 87, men and women, all races and ethnicities from every state in the U.S., so it's really diverse. So we're we're fairly confident that you would fall into, at least broadly, one of the categories. Now, there might be outliers, in which case we would say, oh, you know, we're seeing an overgrowth of this, this, and this. You're generally, your primary type is type, let's just say one, but your secondary might be seven or eight. And we're also seeing these issues. We have doctors on board. So we have real doctors in-house and dermatologists. And so we can also prescribe compounded prescriptions that pertain to well-aging, acne, rosacea, and, and dark spots, hyperpigmentation, et cetera, if you need that sort of extra boost as well. Yeah. And everything we prescribe is, is complementary to the phage and doesn't hurt your skin microbiome. Gotcha. So, and and do you guys give everybody a report on their skin? Like, you know, if it's not hydrated enough, you know, maybe it has T-zones, you know, if you should, you know, if you're using the right product, the wrong product, what you need to look forward to based on if you have skin eczema, if you have erasure. I mean, do you guys really yeah. find behind where people's skins are? Yeah. So in the report that you get, so once you send in your swabs, we do the analysis and then we send you a report. That report tells you your skin microbiome type, your skin age, hydration levels, diversity score. And then we tell you about the top good bacteria that we found and the top bad bacteria we found. 
We also give you recommendations on skincare ingredients as well as food ingredients because, you know, skin is skin health is really a it's multifactorial, right? So what you eat can affect your skin, where you live, the climate, as well as the products you use. Yeah, I mean, everything. And I don't want to get into the actual products because I know products are different for everybody and everybody's skin types. Everybody reads the beauty magazines or they see what's on social media and they see like, wow, you have great skin. It's all glowy or dewy. What do you use? And people are always endorsing the products or talking about it or bragging mm-hmm. about what they can afford. Then people just start using it because they think it's good for your skin. Oh, it must yeah. be good for my skin. And that's not true. I mean, no. products are so unique and different to your skincare that it's hard to me ask somebody, hey, what do you use for cream or for a sunscreen? And I think that's where everybody's skin is so Nobody's happy with their true skin regimen because we're just asking for advice. We're asking what we see, what we know, what we assume worked in the past. And you guys are actually applying, laying down science over this. Yeah. Really get to the truth. Absolutely. Where your skin is. What I think is amazing. It's so funny because like there's so many people using gene matching and bioneck mechanisms to now move into the health and fitness space. You know, they're taking the swabs, looking at your chemical makeup, your skin, your nutrition, your hair, what nutrients you need by, you know, biogene matching. We're going to look at what's going to affect your hair, your skin, your food, your, your like protein shakes. I mean, everybody's moving into such a aggressive science field when it comes to what you should be putting into your body right now. And I've seen this a lot lately. Like, have you guys, when you started the company, was your goal to always evolve and match science with health? Or did you just kind of stumble across this knowing and being a female, certain things with your skin? Like you said, whether you drink a lot of water, where you live, your environment, stress factors, did this come from more of a, hey, let's apply the science background and get more advanced so you're more accurate? Or did a lot of this become more of a personal, let's move into the beauty industry because it's a very convoluted industry. And there's a lot of junk out there. And we all know yeah. you can to a department store and there's so much stuff and so much crap on social media. Are there, and I don't know if there's a lot of companies in the beauty and skincare that are actually using the biomarkers and science and supplies yeah. actually like foundation skincare creams lotions sunscreens serums and stuff are you seeing yeah. companies adopting science to do what you're doing or are you guys still leading the market on science and skincare yeah there are a lot of questions in there so let me see if i can i can tackle them i think you know i think one of the questions you asked was did we start from science or do we start in beauty? And we've always started in science. As I mentioned, my co-founder is a, a microbiologist PhD by background. So it was really from his research and technology, you know, phage research, as I mentioned, fell to the wayside when the Western world found antibiotics. But what's interesting is Eastern Europe and Russia, they didn't have access to antibiotics at that time. So phage therapy continued, they continued to use phages to treat cholera and dysentery, like, you know, bacterial illnesses that were rampant at that time. And so a lot of the clinical trials were in Russian. So my co-founder, who's American, he's from Oregon, but he learned Russian and traveled to Russia so he could translate some of those phage therapy papers into English so that he could understand how does this work? And he was astounded by the results and the, the efficacy there that he said, why aren't we using 
phages in in the U.S. And so he he really made it sort of his life's work to kind of bring this technology over because it is safer and it is more sustainable. So we've always started from that vantage point. Now, with this technology, we could have, when we started the company, we could have said, uh, we want to start an oral microbiome or gut microbiome or vaginal microbiome. But we started in skin because that's what we knew. And also, you know, we saw that there were a lot of problems in, in the skincare industry that you're right. Like to your point, many people cycle through so many different products because they don't really work for you. And what works for your best friend might not work for you. So that's, you know, we made it as a, it was a strategic choice to go into skin health to begin with at least. And then in terms of, you know, other companies, you know, certainly I think personalization and precision is the future. We believe that from a philosophical perspective. And there are companies that are looking to precision, but no company thus far is doing what we're doing, which is doing the skin microbiome testing and then pairing that with a solution. Yeah. Now, how many products are you guys rolling out soon? So because we've defined eight different skin microbiome types, what we ended up doing was formulating products for each microbiome type. So we have eight serums to start that you can access. We also have a microbiome-friendly cleanser and moisturizer, which I love like by far, like it's awesome. And then, and then our testing. So we have three different tests. One is a full skin microbiome discovery kit, which can tell you your skin microbiome type and your skin age. But we also have a body blemish kit. And the reason why we have that is because a lot of users and people came to us and said, you know, I have like this rash or I have this spot on my back or my leg. I just want to understand what's going on. Like it won't go away. So the body blemish kit is for those types of situations or circumstances. And then the third kit is actually an odor microbiome kit. So a lot of your unique scent comes from the bacteria that lives in your skin microbiome, particularly in your armpits and groin areas. So we ask if, so if people are interested in sort of their odor microbiome, we can tell you actually the bacteria that's causing that. Now, I know you guys have products. I know if everything goes through FDA approvals, are you guys still in any FDA approvals? Are you out of it? Because I know a lot of natural herbs and natural products don't necessarily have to go through FDA approval as long as they have the disclosures on there. Where do your products sit with FDA right now? Yeah, that's a good question. So as cosmetics and skincare, we don't have to go through the FDA process, much like supplements or, you know, every other kind of skincare and cosmetics. So, um, but we do do internal testing. We do third-party safety testing, and then we do our own stability testing as well. So that's all done in-house. Now, in terms of FDA approvals, we we are looking at creating phage cocktails and products in, in sort of more of the therapeutic and clinical realm, which we will have to go down the FDA route for. But everything that's available today, you can get, you know, is simply. It, is everything that you're doing, because you are basing everything on, you know, your DNA makeup and your chemical makeup of your body, is it all natural ingredients that you're putting into these that are based on where your results are? Yeah. And just to clarify, we're actually not looking at your human DNA. So we don't sample that at all. We actually sample just your microbial DNA. Gotcha. 
And so in terms of the, the ingredients we use, it's not 100% organic because not everything is available organic. But when it is, we do use those raw ingredients and or natural. We use natural preservative systems. So we try to make it as, as sustainable and natural as possible. We use only ingredients that are non-comedogenic. There's no parabens or phthalates. So on the cosmetic side, it's, it's pretty clean. Yeah, I love that you are a serial entrepreneur. So have you launched other companies prize? I want to talk about you and your background a little bit and kind of where you were outside of music. Like have, how many companies have you launched? Like or how, or how many were we have you founded and ran before you got to um, this phase? Well, one of the companies I started was in the music industry. So I started a record label and publishing house. After that, I started a marketing company. And then I started a, a for good for profit company around holding up or, or holding up kind of nonprofits and combining sort of nonprofits with the for-profit world. So I'd say three companies prior to this, but right before this, I really worked. I, I tried to cut my teeth also in, in just working in the startup world, which is very different. Yeah. Um, and I think I served on leadership roles. I was the COO and then CEO of a pet health company. And then I worked in, in kind of leadership marketing roles at other different startups. Yeah, so do you find it like interesting that I mean, there's usually usually women behind cosmetic companies. I love that you have two men in the science background that are with you on this. Do you find it like like is this like do you find it difficult or easier as a female leader and co-founder in this kind of industry? Because it is very science backed, but it does have yeah. health and beauty. You're kind of in the balance there, you know. Yeah. I mean, how is that working? I mean, do you feel like if your advice was other women move into the field, utilize science to get into the beauty industry. I mean, what would your best advice be to other CEOs? Because you have a tremendous background. You went to Stanford. You have a great science background. You clearly have a health background. Like, what would you tell other up-and-coming CEOs, female CEOs and entrepreneurs when it comes to starting their own company, especially when it comes to beauty and science? You know, I think really it comes down to like knowing who you are and like what your skill sets are. And I think whatever company you want to start, I think you start surrounding yourself and building out a team that really is complementary, right? Like, first of all, I do believe in diversity and that's not just for diversity sake, although that is noble, but I think also just because it makes sense, right? Like, I needed someone who had more of a microbiology background. And my co-founder, who's a microbiologist, says all the time that he wanted someone who, you know, had cut their teeth in kind of business a little bit and understood how to tell a story and, you know, believed in it, had conviction around it. We are very different people, but I think together we work really well. So I think the best advice that I have is, you know, find others that, that you trust but who are also different from you. Yeah. I'm always a big believer in having smarter people than you around you based on how your trajectories and where you want to go. Most of our industry's leaders in tech and entertainment have all been very, the smartest decisions was to bring on partners or advisors around them that know more than them, you know, get them moving forward. What is the future of Parallel? I mean, are you guys planning on making your products GA publicly in stores Or does it have to only be a subscription model where you have to do the testing and sign up to get the products? 
I think certainly for now, I mean, we're introducing something that's never been done before. It's novel. There needs to be a lot of education and awareness around it. So, you know, we are looking to offer that specific regimen through our site, but also we are looking for and and are starting to work with estheticians, med spas, dermatology clinics, where, you know, consumers and patients can go to you know, the people they generally go to and get swabbed there, you know, and then they can access their serums as well. Yeah, no, it's amazing. And then you're not worried about like, because you you have the serum and you have the cleansing found for most of all of people who come in who test on which of the eight areas they fall under. Is it products that can mesh and blend well with other products people are using? Yeah, I love that question because we went into this sort of this regimen always thinking that, you know, we're not trying to replace your regimen per se. If you have products that you really love, we're making our products so that they can be complementary. The only exception to that is really harsh ingredients like benzoyl peroxide or denatured alcohols. The reason why you can't use it is because it'll kill the phage. So you don't want to deactivate the phage with these harsh chemicals. So we ask that if you are going to use the phage serums, that you don't use them with those ingredients or those types of ingredients. But oftentimes, actually, what we've learned is that you, if you combine the phage with high quality ingredients like your retinols, vitamin C, hyaluronic acids, niacinamides, etc., those ingredients often can work even better. Because what phages do really well is that they reduce inflammation, right? And we all have usually at least low-grade inflammation as we age. So we can reduce that inflammation with phage. And then these other ingredients have a chance to work better because they are not fighting against the inflammation that you have. They work to enhance and accelerate the other things that you need. Exactly. So we, we talk so much about phages and I should have asked this in the very beginning. Give me the background of what phages are. Yeah. Phages are microbes that infect bacteria. Okay, okay. so... You can think of there's trillions upon trillions of bacteria. For every bacteria, there is a phage that wants to kill that bacteria and only that bacteria. It is Mother Nature's way of balancing the ecosystem. You can find phages wherever you find bacteria. They live kind of always together. So as we have sequenced people's faces, we have found thousands and thousands of phages already on your skin. So we, just like we have bacteria on our skin, we have phages too. What happens is sometimes when a bacteria overgrows, right? And that's what causes, you see that redness or inflammation when when you have acne or eczema, rosacea, melasma, et cetera. When your bacteria overgrows, it means that you don't have enough phages either. So we're looking to sort of balance that by giving you that extra boost of phages to balance out that bad bacteria. Gotcha. What what do you think in your mind? I mean, given you know, be running this company. I mean, you've done a tremendous job to um, combine science and skincare. What Thank are you. the top two or three elements that you think contribute to bad skin? It's a multifactorial question, and I think it really depends. It's so. And as I've as we've gone on this journey, like longer and longer, I'm more more and more convinced that everyone is so unique. So a lot of the big factors are diet, climate, like where you live. Do you live in a humid environment or a really dry environment? Is there pollution where you live? 
your kind of lifestyle habits, right? Are you a smoker? Do you drink a lot? Do you drink, how much water do you drink? What kind of food do you eat, right? And then the products you use. So it's, it's really interesting because we, we actually did this test where we tested a bunch of influencers and looked at their skin microbiomes in comparison to just, I don't know, more average, normal people who aren't influencers and who don't use, you know, hundreds of products. And what we found is that actually skincare influencers on average, at least in our cohort, we saw that they had more imbalance in their skin microbiome. They had fungi and mold and, you know, overgrowth of certain bacteria. And that's probably because they're assaulting is the the is a harsh word but using so many of these products every time you use a product you're asking your skin to react yeah in a good way or a bad way right and so if you're constantly putting on different products your skin has to adjust and so that was a it was a really interesting learning so i guess to to answer your question back to the beginning it's like what causes skin health or what contributes to skin health a lot of factors. And I think some are more influential than others, depending on who you are. But they always say, you know, it's always good every now, like once you're done with the cycle of products, the creams, the serums, everything, it's always good to take a break and to switch to a new one because it kind of gets your skin a chance to react to something different that you may be missing the first one. But then, you know, I also read a lot of stuff. If it works, it works. Why change? But then after time, we start to see all these products we're using and our skin doesn't change. But then we start switching to new products. We start seeing a whole different improvement in certain areas. And I'm assuming that's just the science behind the chemicals and makeup of each product you're trying out. I mean, it could be, right? But it could also be just that as we age, our skin changes, right? Like also your skin microbiome changes if, you move in with someone new, if you adopt a dog, like this is for, for better or worse, right? Yeah. Like sometimes have, like a dog can improve your skin microbiome, right? And so your skin microbiome is going to change. And so if you're using the same products, they might lose, it might not be the right fit for you, right? Like, cause your skin is changing. And, yeah. and so you might need to change your, your skin products. And so that's really the sort of the, our philosophy, which is that let's test your skin from time to time, maybe every six months so that we make sure what you're using is the right product for you. And we expect that your serum, at least on our end, will change over time. So is that what you suggest to everybody when they go on to parallel it, that every six months go in, uh, sign up and test again, just to make sure you're like using this, um, the right serums and the right lotions and taking better care of your skin. Because I do agree, as you change, people travel now more or they're at home more working or they're moving the environment around you, especially from from seasons. We're in the sun all the time in the summer. We're in the winter. You know, everybody's at home. It's colder. So so every six months is really a good time to readjust your skincare based on the science, based on what you guys do at Parallel. Yeah. Well, that's what we recommend. I mean, certainly the literature, the science literature has said that your skin microbiome does change twice a year on average, right? Now, if you're going through something stressful or a life event happens and, and obviously like hormones have effect too, right? So as you age, your hormones change. So we say six months, every six months is a great sort of litmus. You might flex up or down depending on what's going on. 
Yeah. No, I love it. So this is such a good beauty 101 on how to take care of your skin. Real quick before I let you go, the best place to go is parallelhealth.io. That's right. Yep. Parallelhealth.io. And our private order site is accessible if you sign up. So there's a sign up button on parallelhealth.io. So if you sign up, you can then access our private order site and, and people we are shipping to all 50 states right now. So right now we could go on, do the sign up, get the testing kit sent to us, send it back in and the products are readily available. How long does it take from the time you get the kit to the time it gets back to you when you guys get the results back and the product offerings? Yeah. So if you order the kit, it takes one to three days for it to ship to you. So it's fairly quick. And then you take the test, you send it back to us. Once we receive the samples, right now it's taking about three weeks to get your results. But if you order the test with the like your first month of serum, you will receive that bottle of serum that will ship out the day that you get your report. Got it. And the report's a thing that's good to go by when you're looking for other products to supplement parallels products, serums, cleansers, mm-hmm. that report will give you what you need to look for in other products. Yeah, we definitely um, provide skincare ingredient recommendations. We even give you food recommendations as well. And actually everyone who orders a test has access to a consult with a parallel doctor and you know he or she can chat with the doctor to you know, get more information and and access more guidance. That's amazing. I love that you guys are combining science and beauty right now moving forward. Are you guys going to eventually in the next five years, Natalie, where do you guys see you going? Are you going to, I mean, I know you said you're going to hopefully be in more med spas and stuff. Are you going to get into the shelves of Sephora's? Are you guys going to do over-the-counter products? Are you going to expand globally? I mean, where is the path for parallel the next five years? Yeah, I'd say all of the above. <laughs> that's the that's there is a, a huge vision that we have for the company. As I mentioned, you know, our technology can be applied to health at large, not just skin. You know, we chose to start in the skin space, so so we're really looking to build out the technology and and prove it out in skin, and and show people that precision health can be executed on in a in an effective and efficient way. Amazing. Where can people find you? If they have any questions for you or about the company, where can we send them? Yeah, I'm on LinkedIn. So easy. Natalie Scalia Robinson on LinkedIn. I think it's like linkedin.com slash IN slash Natalie. <laughs> Perfect. And then they could go to parallelhealth.io to sign up to get their testing and to um, get their products. And every six months is when everybody needs to retest their phages in their skin, right? That's right. Well, you're, yeah, we're testing your for bacteria, viruses, fungi, mold, <laughs> and mites. Perfect. Yeah. My God. Now, Lisa, it was so good to have you want to talk about this. It's such a good time, too. As we're ending summer, we went into fall. Everybody's skin's changing. So it was yeah, so good to have you right. on. And I definitely need to go check out and test and find out. This sounds amazing. And the longest, I mean, Thank you, sir. it's always good to have a good health baseline based on the science of your makeup before you start adding other stuff to it. So I do love that you guys are having such a good baseline that it's just going to enhance and work with other products, not the yeah. to work with it, which I love what you guys are doing. Okay, it was so good having well, thank you. Thank you so much for having me, Sarah. Yeah, love yeah, being on. Nice so meeting good. you. 
So this is Sarah Miller with the Access Effect with Natalie's Clea Robinson with ParallelHealth.io. Everybody go on there, sign up, get your, your makeup of what your skin is. Stay beautiful and we'll see everybody next week. Thank you for joining us for this episode of the Axis Effect podcast. If you don't want to miss an episode or download past episodes, be sure to subscribe to the Axis Effect podcast on your favorite podcast provider. To learn more about the podcast or our guests, please visit theaxiseffect.com. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.